Hi, and welcome to the Imaginal Podcast. This is a place that protects and explores what we need to actualize our uniqueness. And like the caterpillar, who carries its butterfly blueprint in its imaginal cells all the way to the chrysalis and then melts into liquid before it transforms, we too have an inner knowing that can tell us how to make our wings. And here's your host, life coach and consultant, Lori Sauce who goes most commonly by her nickname, Sauce. Hey there, it's Sauce. How's it going? Today I wanted to do another check-in episode, and I just wanted to see how happy are you? And, okay, hold on. I don't mean this sugary kind of always happy, nothing gets me down, I'm going to ignore my anger and my grief and all those emotions. I don't mean that at all. As you know, I'm really big on all the emotions. But what I want to check in on is, are you happy in your pursuits and in the ways that you choose to spend your time? I know that sometimes we need to make investments. That might not be your favorite thing to do. And we have to do things like our bills and our taxes and all those things to be responsible. And maybe you don't love doing everything. But the one thing I do think we have some control over or we have some choice about is, are you happy when you're doing whatever it is that you're doing? Because we can spend an amount of time doing something and it can either be filled with a lighter, happier, freer vibe or it can feel extremely pressury and heavy and self-doubting, and even self-loathing. I even hate to say that, but I want to name it. I want to name it because that usually comes from outside messaging, and it just isn't helpful. It's not right that you would carry around one old comment or the fear of someone saying something. Because in the end, we we get these lives, we get to live these lives, and each day is so precious. Each day is a gift, and that sounds so trite. But if we don't really look at that idea, we will get to the end of the day and we will go, Oh my gosh, another day went by. And do you ever feel that? I've been noticing over the last few weeks, every night, that I get ready for bed, I think, wow, here I am again in my nighttime routine. It just seems like I was here just minutes ago. And that's because time goes so fast. And I'm not at all trying to be a downer because this is about being happier and more joyful and more free. But I want to name these things so that we can see how important it is to notice. Are you living your hours in ways that are of your choosing. Okay, so let me just give you a quick example. Okay, so one thing that I do every day is I practice guitar, and I also practice singing and speech. Now, when I go into a practice session, and usually it's just me, I can go into that session being really resolute for my improvement, and I don't think that's a bad thing at all. Of course, I mean, that's what I want to do. I want to improve, right? But if I go in and my whole pursuit is about improvement to the extent 
that I don't think I'm really worth something until I can get to the next level, which of course is so elusive because once you reach that level, you're looking for the next level. And what can happen is you can accidentally put yourself into a productivity loop. And again, it's not that productivity is bad. It's not that passion or wanting to improve is bad. None, none of this is bad. But I'm just asking if this resonates with you and if you think that it might be helpful to change it. And for some people, maybe not. And that's totally up to each person. But I want to bring this to the surface because I see it in my work with people and I see it in myself. Okay, so I can go into a practice session, and if I'm not careful, I will put my entire worthiness as a human being, or even like somewhere in the recesses of my mind, I will think, I am a bad person if I cannot get this today. And I will give myself a certain goal, like I want to play this guitar riff in time with the metronome at this BPM, so a certain amount of beats per minute, And I want to do it without a mistake. And if I go into that with a lot of heaviness, remembering that someone used to yell at me when I was really young about this, and then I I ended up quitting, that's a totally different story. But just to say that I have old voices of criticism. And so I think, okay, I've got to prove that voice wrong. I've got to get this, and I've got to get it this fast. Here we go. Turn on the metronome. You know, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I have to get this, I have to get this. And then I'm like, shoulders are rising, I'm getting hot, I'm getting nervous. Mind you, this is all in my room. (laughs) And uh, if I get it, it's not even like a celebration. It's like, oh, thank God I'm not a bad person. And if I don't get it, it's like, okay, I got to do it again. I got to do it again. I got to do it again. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. It's heavy, 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 heavier. And then if I get it, oh okay, I'm not a bad person. If you go into every practice session like that, are you happy? Have you remembered what the music is? Have you you remembered how much you love to play this instrument? So what if instead I went into my practice session curious and excited and felt the music coming out of my body and out of the instrument and enjoyed the notes that were floating in the air and felt what it is to have music as a gift, this guitar that I've always wanted to play and I get to play it and I have the time right now and I have the instrument. And what if I took all of that in and just heard the riff and chose what I wanted to play and trusted that this was a beautiful endeavor What if I came into the practice session so differently? Because I'll tell you, it makes a big difference. So what is that for you? Now, that could be a sport or it could be a craft. It could be an artistic endeavor. It can be a writing assignment. It could be your garden. It could be anything, cooking. But if we get caught into a loop of judgment, where we're either fearing someone else's judgment or we're judging ourselves and we only try to get to the next level so that we are not defensively trying to ward off that fear that we're terrible or we can't do this or we're not lovable, wherever it roots down for you. 
then it can lose the fun and you get to the end of the day and it might even be just a string of things that felt heavy. Let's say you wake up in the morning and you're like, okay, 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 I got to get ready. I got to get ready to leave on time. And then you're rushing through breakfast and you're getting ready. And then you look at your clothes and you're like, okay, I got to get ready so that I don't look terrible. (laughs) I got to do my hair so that I, I don't look like I'm a mess. It's all these defensive, like warding off of criticism, right? And then you go to work. I'm I'm obviously just authoring an imaginary day, whatever this is for you, whatever it looks like. If I don't get a good grade, then my future is ruined and I'm going to be a disappointment and I'm terrible. And and then, oh my gosh, I got to rush and get lunch. I got to also do these errands. If I don't get these errands done and cross everything off my list, then I'm not being productive and I'm a bad person. <laughs> so, you know, I'm I'm halfway laughing and it's, this is in jest, but what I'm I'm kind of over exaggerating. And I'm wondering like do you feel the, any kind of heaviness when you're going through your day going from one thing to the other? Now I got to get home and I got to make dinner and I've got to do this this and this and like I've got to do my skincare and I've got to, you know, got to practice and whatever. Oh, I got to meet this person. I have to be on time. And while all these things are appropriate and responsible and meaningful, what I'm just getting at is, is there any unnecessary heaviness that you might carry because the same amount of time can go by and the same activity can be done differently within our own individual choices in our mood and the way we vibe. So if I am waking up to the morning and if I can be a little more mindful, like so many mindfulness people will suggest, and I can feel the sun or I can hear the rain and I can hear the birds. I don't know if you can hear the birds. My microphone might not be picking them up, but they're chirping right outside my window. I can easily miss those birds if I'm thinking I've got to get this project done. But instead, if I can say I have something that I'm going to make and listen to those birds and, oh, what will I have for lunch? Oh my gosh, the flavors, the choices. Even if we're on a budget, we can still think creatively into spaces. Otherwise, we might think, well, it's not until I get my debts paid off that I'm going to be in a good mood, or it's not until I get through school that I'll be free. It's not until I finish this essay. It's not until I clean the kitchen. It's not until I get gas in my car that I'll feel relief. And okay, I want to make this distinction too. It's not to say that crossing things off the list isn't really satisfying. I know anybody who loves crossing things off lists that's its own kind of enjoyment. So I'm not putting that down. But what I'm asking today is, are you happy? Are you as happy as you can be during a certain activity or while you're doing things? Can you make it a little more fun? And can you take the heaviness off of things by just lifting off those potential criticisms? I feel like sometimes we lose a lot of our life because we're worried about somebody judging us, even how fast we got something done. Did we finish our errands? And maybe we're going to finish them either way, but did we have fun along the way? Were we happy? Are you happy? And again, 
that doesn't mean we can't be sad or disappointed or angry, but it's that unnecessary happiness stealer that I want to detangle because life is too precious to lose too much time and get to the end of the day and think, here I am and my nighttime routine. And I just went from one thing to the other, trying to get it done defensively just to get it done. I'll be happy when it's done. I don't want to do it wrong because then the critics will have been right. And I hate myself in this moment if I don't get it right. And again, I don't even want to use that phraseology, but I'm naming it today because I think it happens. We can end up just spending too much time living in a way that is a little more numb. And it might even bring on some feelings of boredom or resistance because in that space, it just feels heavy. If you take back your agency and your choice and your joy and you think of things differently and you frame them differently, your day can look a whole lot different. And I'm not trying to call you out. I think, you know, in a way I'm calling myself out because I can do this too. But more than calling out, because there we are being critical again, it's more just a gentle asking of how happy. How happy are we? And can we be a little bit happier, especially when it's just being stolen by something very nebulous or something incredibly invalid? And a lot of times we just make these things up or we remembered something from a long time ago. So this week, I wanted to just see if you could just be a little more curious and have a part of your brain ask yourself, in this moment, in this pursuit, am I enjoying it as much as I can? And am I carrying around any unnecessary heaviness? And definitely move away from those critical voices. They're not yours. They're not meant for you to live your life with because day after day, we don't want to have a lot of time pass and have it be ruled by those critics. No, no, no. Your life is much too beautiful for that. And you have so much to offer. And so this week, let's look for happiness. And if, again, I want to keep saying this. If this is a week of grief, we'll hold that too. I don't want to force happiness on when grief is what's on for you. But in those other days, check and see, are you happy? Because you deserve it. You deserve to live a life that is not waiting for later to be happy. And I might add that this one small trick really is a a quick reframe for me. It's just changing a phrase. And that is, instead of saying, I have to, whatever it is, if I say, I get to, it really makes a difference. So instead of I have to practice guitar, if I just switch it real quick in my thinking as I get to practice guitar, that really gives me a good point of reference. Because otherwise, we might go through the day and think, I have to get up, I have to get ready, I have to make breakfast, I have to go to work, I have to do these errands, I have to practice guitar, whatever it is. I have to pick up the kids, I have to go to school. I have to study, I have to write this project, I have to call this person, I have to text this person back, I have to get ready and go to dinner, I have to make dinner, I have to do the dishes. 
you know, whatever that is that makes up our lives. Those moments make up our lives. And it would be different. I get to wake up. I get to make breakfast. I get to go to work. And by the way, if any of these bring about really heavy feelings, I'm not saying to bury those. Sometimes those are messengers. Maybe we need to make a different choice, a different career, a different job. I don't say that lightly, of course. I'm not trying to dismiss your feelings, but if it's just the normal heaviness that we can accidentally heap onto something that otherwise might be a little bit more beautiful, that's what I'm talking about. I get to meet with so-and-so. I get to text this person back. I get to answer my emails. (laughs) I know that one's a little funny. We can all get email overwhelm. But what I'm just trying to get at is the reframe. Even in running an errand, who are the people that you know because of that errand? Will there be things that you'll be nostalgic for in this stage of your life when you look back? Enjoy those things. Enjoy the scenes and the sights and the times. I'm speaking to myself too. It's easy to make it heavy by accident, but I wish you so much happiness. Okay, I'm going to pivot into anecdotal lightness and things that are funny, which one of the reasons I started this segment was because of the happiness stealer influences that seem to be all too prevalent. I I wanted to tell you that I made a really great typo this week. I was texting someone about coaching, and I can't even blame it on autocorrect. It was like truly just my mistake. And one thing in general that I do love about coaching is that it's a partnership. It's a co-creation because I am trained to help a client access their inner knowing. And so I was explaining in this text that where I was trained, coaches are not authority figures. We are co-partners. We co-create. And I love that because it's really empowering for the client. It's not them living by my standards or me telling them what to do, but I am able to help them access their own inner knowing and their own resources and see their own gifts and power, etc. So what I wanted to say in this text was one of the tenets of coaching is that it's a partnership. But what I, what I accidentally wrote was one of the tenets of coaching. So instead of tenet, I wrote tenants of coaching, like T-E-N-A-N-T, one of the tenants of coaching. Oh my gosh, LOL, you got to make that money. Side hustle, renting out, <laughs> renting agreements for coaching. I'm like the landlord of all tenants of coaching. Yeah. So anyways, uh, on that note, if you want to connect with me or find out about coaching, I'm at my website, lorisase.com, L-O-R-I-S-A-S-E.com, or Instagram at lorisase. I hope that you have a really great week. I hope you have a lot of laughs. And I also wish for you some happiness, a little more happiness in case something is stealing it. And that as you go through your day, you find all the meeting and joy that you hope for. 